the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello everyone and welcome again to Isaiah 61. Uh, my name is Pastor Solomon Parker from the Spirit of the Lord Church. We're at 1001 Penn Avenue North, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411. We'd love to fellowship with you either in person or online and you can join us at 10.30 a.m. on Sundays to just be blessed. Um, you can be a visitor uh, on 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 our online YouTube page, as well as um, in person at our facility. Now, I'm excited again. Every time we get the opportunity to come before you, we're excited because that excitement never it, it, it never wanes. It's always on high because Jesus is the source of our strength. He's the source of our joy. And so the excitement that brews within is something that is sustained. It's something that is sustained. A lot of people may get into the habit of using natural, you know, just natural remedies or even artificial remedies for sustained happiness. But you, they find out that it doesn't, it, it's not sustainable. But the one that comes from Christ, the joy, the peace, the love that comes from Christ sustains us. So the excitement is always there, regardless. And um, you know, we're witnesses to what God um, has done in our lives and continue to sustain that. He's a God that sustains. He's a God that ensures that whatever he does continues in perpetuity. And I am just excited about these uh, months that are coming up. We just had National Day of Prayer, um, and we're moving into really the next few weeks. We'll have some Um, activities around the Twin Cities and um, beyond. Um, Also coming up would be uh, June 4th, which is the uh, Saturday before Pentecost uh, Sunday. We will be doing March for Jesus, uh, which we've rebranded as Celebrate Jesus. So for those that have been a part of March for Jesus in the past, it's still the same uh, leadership, same global platform, um, uh, I spoke with Gary Frost, the national leader, the other day, and it's the same uh, spirit that we're moving in and functioning in. Uh, we just want to celebrate Jesus here in the Twin Cities. We want to lift up the name of Jesus and encourage as many uh, as are available in the body of Christ. Come on, and we can make ourselves available June 4th as we gather together at different sites in the Twin Cities um, and beyond to bring God's name glory, to lift up the name of Jesus in all that we do. 
and I am so excited about what is about to happen on June 4th, the Saturday, Pentecost Saturday. What an amazing time. Um, so we would be coming to you uh, in the next few editions with some additional information about the sites for March for Jesus. But as of right now, we have 12 confirmed sites for the March for Jesus slash Celebrate Jesus. I um, mean, you can find out more information about what we are planning and uh, what the day looks like by uh, liking our Facebook or searching us on Facebook. You would see um, Celebrate Jesus or March for Jesus. You would get to our Twin Cities page and um, you can get more information as well as sign up um, to let us know that you're going to one of the sites that um, we have confirmed. So I'm just going to quickly share with you um, the sites that are confirmed uh, and so you would be able to uh, connect with one, 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 connect at one of the sites. So we have Redeeming Love and Jos- Josiah Center. They'll be coming together in Maplewood at Redeeming Love Church um, right right there off of Highway 36. And um, you, you'll be blessed. They've It's been organized there since we went to this model, and it's been awesome. Lutheran Church of the Master in Brooklyn Center, um, Spirit of the Lord Church um, in North Minneapolis, the Father's House in Burnsville, um, Oakwood Church in Waconia, um, downtown Minneapolis at the Commons uh, will be another site, and then East St. Paul will have a site there. We're yet to nail down uh, the specific venue. The uh, downtown Minneapolis again, there is North Central University. So basically, uh, just about a mile apart, um, there are two. There will be two sites: um, one at the Commons and then one at North Central University. And then also at the state capital, there will be a site there. And um, we're working to get praise dancers, prophetic praise dancers, uh, at uh, as many of the sites as we can as we uh, launch into praise worship from 10.30 to 11.30, an hour where we just uh, lift up the name of Jesus and call forth his kingdom on on earth and specifically the twin cities since we're stationed here and um, it's a it's a great way for us to join together as believers and and in one accord and show that the name of jesus is being magnified and that we together lift up the name of jesus regardless of our denominational persuasion in, in spite of differences in doctrine we can just agree on one thing that one one faith one lord one baptism and the name jesus is who we exalt so take note of that um june 4th at 10 a.m at all the different sites uh, you would be able to join in and march now if you're in a position where you say well i want to organize about 10 to 20 people at a site um, in my neighborhood or my church you can certainly reach out to us and we would be happy to uh, work with you and then confirm your site. So you can um, definitely send an email to mfjminnesota at gmail.com. mfjminnesota at gmail.com. The Minnesota is spelled out. Amen. Um, 
And with that, I want to go into this edition of um, our, our session together. And we, we've been talking about uh, the, the gifts of the Spirit, evidence of this, the Holy Spirit in a believer's life. Um, and that is even more pronounced uh, these days. Um, and that's something we need to burst out in, in God's strength, in God's uh, fullness to see the world come to know him. And even if they're rejected, they know that, no, there is the power that supersedes all powers. There's there's a name that is above every name. And see, I want to share with you today um, about an encounter that um, occurred in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 10. Acts 10, and you... you you are familiar or maybe familiar with Cornelius the centurion um, who had a visitation from God and um, God had to connect the dots and get Peter ready uh, for what was going to be an assignment that would, you know, just expand the dimension of Peter's ministry but also stretch the believers at the time, the apostles at the time, to stretch them to a place where they now were thinking more kingdom, not just cultural, not just, um, uh, uh, you know, a geographical location, but they, were, they started to think kingdom. They, they, that was a start of a global launch into uh, a global launch into you know the neighboring territories and uh, what was known back then as you know not acceptable to interact or deal with uh, other people people outside of the Jewish tradition and the, uh, and community was actually uh, was 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 frowned on and God used a very, a very, very uh, subtle, you know, trance to Peter to show him what he, what the kingdom is all about. The kingdom does not condemn. The kingdom does not forbid anything because God is able to work through any and everything. We're not saying that God lowers his standards. No, we're not saying that God accepts anything. No, but God is able to use any and everything that he chooses. And it is up to us to position ourselves to see and to know, to hear, and to align based on what he's doing at a given time. So what he did yesterday, he may not and he will not do the same thing, uh, you know, in the in the mid-90s to... Uh, about 2000, there was a revival um, at, um, I believe, Brownsville um, Assembly of God Church. Uh, and there was a whole slew of people that were going there. And um, that sparked a revival, right? And God is God is going to, and is birthing a revival now, but it's not going to be the same. It's, it's, it's going to look and feel different, right? Uh, and, and so in this context, where we're reading from Acts chapter 10, um, a devout man, uh, Cornelius, was someone who 
I prayed to God continuously. Right. So let's read from verse two. I read from the Amplified Version. A devout man who venerated God and treated him with reverential obedience, as did all his household. And he gave as much alms and he gave much alms to the people and prayed continually to God. About the night hour, about 3 p.m. of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of, the, of God entering and saying to him, Cornelius, and he gazed intently at him. He became frightened and said, What is it, Lord? And the angel said to him, Your prayers and your generous gifts to the poor have come up as a sacrifice to God and have been remembered by him. Uh, so this man who was doing everything um, the best way he could, um, he prayed to God even though he had not yet encountered uh, God in person. He knew and he, he subscribed to, to that ideology and he actually uh, did his best to live um, a life that was uh, that was just uh, as pure, as righteous in his eyes as possible, and his household followed suit, right? So God decides to visit him and tell him that, you know, his sacrifice, his prayers, and, you know, all that he continues to do is now as a memorial coming up to God, coming up to God, coming up to God. When you were in positions and situations where, we may we may feel like God doesn't care, or I've served God for all these years, decades, and and um, what is the reward for me? I'm not being recognized. I I don't have plaques. I don't have uh, these attributes to my name, or uh, or you know a library built and named after me. God is showing us here that He actually records what we do faithfully, what we do with a pure heart. And he etches those things in eternity. And those things serve and come up as a memorial. So periodically, God sees flashes of your service, of your contributions to the kingdom. God sees your honesty, your dedication. Okay, it doesn't mean that we should give up and and get to a point where we are like, well, I've done what I could. Now, what we need to realize is that it, the end of a thing is more important than the beginning. So the the challenge is typically, you know, be, between the beginning and the end. We got to sustain ourselves. And one way we sustain ourselves is through prayer and staying prayed up, staying surrounded by the the right people, good people, godly people who would continue to help correct us, sustain us in our thought process, and keep us lined up in the word. Yes, and Cornelius was just a man that God visited um, and, and shared these things with. And God told him, now send men to Joppa and have them call for and invite here a certain man, Simon, whose surname is Peter. He's lodging with Simon the Tanner, whose house is by the seaside. Wow, amazing. Specific details. And that's what God does. And one evidence 
of the Spirit of God in a believer's life is that God can help pinpoint accurately individuals that you're supposed to work with in at different times, seasons in your lives, that you can say that, wow, this is God. You're listening to Isaiah 61, and my name is Pastor Solomon. We'll be going on a break. We'll be right back with you. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Hi, I'm Don Crow. This week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, an unprecedented leak from the Supreme Court. This amounts to something akin to treason inside the sealed world of the United States Supreme Court. We have all this and more. Be sure to join us and visit our website at ChristianOutlook.com. Join us for the Christian Outlook every Saturday evening at 7, here on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. All right, welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church, and God is working and speaking to us here in the book of Acts chapter 10. And God gave specific directions with accurate details to Simon Peter. Now, we're not celebrating the accurate details that God gave, but we are saying that that lines up with what we're about to see God orchestrating and and connecting the dots to where he confirms everything that he spoke to um, Cornelius to Peter and gets Peter ready. So normally when God speaks and God gets ready to use people, he is the master architect. So what he does is that he would speak to one person and confirms it with the other. And so when there is a meet a meeting, there's a synergy. There is the, there's this, you know, um uh, collision of purpose. There's a collision of of intent and 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 the wisdom and providence of God takes over and causes his will to be done. Right? So verse six he the angel said to him that he's lodging with Simon the Tanner, who is by the whose house is by the seaside. So there were some intricate details there that would get uh, Cornelius' men to where Simon Peter was. Right, um, verse seven. When the angel who spoke to him left, Cornelius called two of his servants and a God-fearing soldier from among his own personal attendants. And having rehearsed everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. Right. And see, look at how God now, you know, works things out while the servants um, of of Cornelius are on their way. The next day, verse nine, as they were still on their way, they were approaching and were approaching the town. Peter went up to the roof of the house to pray about the sixth hour, which is about noon. 
but he came he became very hungry and wanted something to eat and while the meal was being prepared a trance came over him and he saw the sky opened and something like a great sheet lowered by the four corners descending to the earth it contained all kinds of quadrupeds and wild beasts and creeping things of the earth and birds of the air and there came a voice to him saying rise up peter kill and eat peter said no by no means lord for i have never eaten anything that is common and unhallowed or ceremonially unclean right the voice came to him a second time what god has cleansed and pronounced clean do not you defile and prof- and profane by regarding and calling common and ha- unhallowed or unclean this occurred 3 times then immediately the sheet was taken up to heaven wow now peter verse 17 was still inwardly perplexed and doubted as to what the vision which he had seen could mean which Just then, behold, the messengers that were sent by Cornelius, who had made inquiry for Simon's house, stopped and stood before the gate. And they called out to inquire whether Simon was, who was surnamed Peter, was staying there. And while Peter was earnestly revolving the vision in his mind and meditating on it, the Holy Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. Get up and go below and accompany them without any doubt about its legality or discrimination or hesitation, for I have sent them. When God starts something, he He just lines everything up. And I'm not saying that every time things are going to go the way we want or the way we would you know, logically say that, wow, this is all going smooth and there are no hiccups, so it must be God. Now, sometimes there are hiccups because we're human and we get, we sometimes get in the way. Uh, the enemy also tries to get in the way, but it, it will not prevent what God has planned. Now, at the time the servants of Cornelius were on their way, God started to minister to Peter. Peter, in as much as he had done for the kingdom, you know, preach sermons and thousands of people came to Christ and he was, uh, you know, prophesied to as, you know, the, the rock and, and one of the, the main pillars you know, of, of, the, of the church. Now, Peter still had some, some flaws. Peter had some, some dark side to him. Peter hadn't fully encountered all the different attributes and personalities and dimensions in God that he was supposed to. So now this encounter opened him up to now see, well, what Peter was calling unclean and uncommon, God has said, no, I have a different version of that. And I'm going to challenge that perspective. A lot of times God challenges our perspectives. God deals with the discriminatory part of us. It's possible that people are spirit-filled, doing good things, great things for the kingdom, yet still discriminatory, still 
deal with things preferentially, not in God's light. Now, see, and until we open up and say, God, you have called us and then we would remain obedient and steadfast to your call. And so challenge and confront all our uh, infirmities, challenge our discriminatory viewpoints, challenge our our tendency to to exaggerate challenge all these things that seem to be to be light but are actually darkness you know shine your light brightly through those things until we get to that point we will still be functioning below the expectation of heaven the kingdom agenda embraces everything and i pray that god would challenge and confront anything in your life in your ministry, in your family, in your community, in your leadership abilities that do not bring glory to him and cause you to expand in your horizon and see as he sees, see in a kingdom way, see in a global light, and that he will bring to pass everything that he's spoken concerning your life and there will be an explosion. I pray that these things for all believers across the globe that we'll see in God's perspective in Jesus' name. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.